Greetings out there in Radio Land. You're listening to the Grief, 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 Grief podcast, cast, 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 episode 183. I'm your host. It's me. It's Alex. And with me, as always, is Tiggs. What's going on, Alex? And what's going on, Radio Land? Here we are, the Grief Podcast. Coming to you live with uh, how many hertz is the radio? Oh. (laughs) Too late. Gotcha. 64 kilobytes. 64 kbs. Or tune in, turn on your favorite Winamp visualizer and get ready. Oh my god. Winamp Uh, visualizers, man. That's the thing that the kids don't understand nowadays. All right. Put on your favorite ICQ skins. Oh, man. Um, set an away message. That, there you go. Did you have ICQ skins? I just used, like, ICQ. There, I don't think there were ICQ skins. I <laughs> be honest with you, I think I'm glad you called me on that because I'm not glad, actually. You know what? I took that back. Fuck you, man. <laughs> That's not cool. I didn't call you on it. I asked about it. Like, I was like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> and then you, like, retreated. I immediately gave up. I was like, I was made, officer. <laughs> oh, God, am I... Um, if you think of any pertinent links, uh, my Chromebook crashed. Oh, did it really? So, okay, yeah, I can send you some links. So, later in the show. Um, anyway. Uh, Tiggs... How's it going? What's going on? It's going pretty well, Alex. How about for you? What's what's been going on with you? You know what, man? Uh, I spent my weekend cat sitting. How was that? A little vacation away. Don't, don't you love that? Taking a little vacation in your same city. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you? How, how would how did the cat react to you? Uh, the cat. I have cats sat there. Cat sat there before. Um. So the cats seem to like. Yeah, no, they seem to like me. Uh, they they hid for the first day. So, and I was too scared because the doorman building to go anywhere. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So, because so, you know what happens if someone questions my legitimacy? Oh, like a new doorman shows up. So like, I've never seen you before. Exactly. Uh, so I just I just hid the first day and, and just like the cats. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah, just like the cats, played video games and ate takeout. Nice. What kind of takeout? Uh, I got some Thai food. I've had Thai food in a while. Well, what's your what's your go to Thai dish? My go to Thai dish. If you thank you for asking me that. Yeah. Um, this is see, this is guys. This is journalism right here. Take that. Take note, lamestream media. Can I? I'm sorry. I know I said I wouldn't get political. Yeah, yeah. You promised this episode you wouldn't get political. But can we just talk about the hacks and the lamestream media for oh, a second? We're gonna get a hot take, folks. Hot take coming. I'm sorry. Uh, did did were they too busy getting a trophy, like everyone else? Uh, that's it. Okay. That's that's, it. I was like, how do I respond to this? I don't know. Like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> What did I get a trophy for? Is that just an award for journalism? Sounds pretty good. I mean, I'll, I'll take a trophy for whatever. I think that's a pure surprise. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> good. Uh, Maybe they get a webby? Do they get a, oh, do they get a streamy? Is there a streamy? Is, is that a streamy? Is that can they get a happy? Ooh. Can they get a holy? Oh, too far, too far, too far. Um, no, it's just... Uh, uh, so, 
what was I going to say? So my favorite dish at Thai food is a – so I do eat meat now, but I still like getting tofu and fake duck in Thai food. Mock duck is fantastic. Um, so I do like a fake duck. Um, I do like a – I usually do like a tofu basil though. That's my go-to, the the pad gras pra. Okay. I've said that terribly. Um, but yeah, a tofu basil. Ah, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I, yeah, I go with, like, the drunken noodle. Uh, I think it's, like, a, it's, like a spicier one. Is that yeah, the Katsuyu? Katsuyu, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get that. Get, some, get like, mock duck on it. I, I do find that the mock duck in a, in a Thai place is always, like, on point. Um, in my At my old apartment, there was a uh, uh, that Thai restaurant that was below me, um, and that place had a wonderful pineapple curry with mock duck. If you find a place that... <laughs> Makes that dish good. You marry that place. I, so, so I've never actually had like any. I, I've I keep my, my the pineapple and like normal hot food separate. I've I've never done that. Before. Oh, I used to take. I used to be like you. Oh, really? And then I had a pineapple curry, and I loved it. Really? Do you do like a a mango chicken? Um, I I mean I I would prefer. Like a spicier chicken, just like a straight up spicy like, yeah, like hot a, chicken, like a kung pao. Yeah, like I l- uh, love a kung pao, or even like I'll go with like a like a sweet and sweet and sour or something like that. Like, uh, oh, yeah. but um, you know, what? I, I never do. Um, this is not go. This is going out of the realm of Thai food, but I never get orange chicken. Orange chicken. Um, this is there's actually there's a good orange chicken from like Trader Joe's. You can get it in like the freezer section. Uh, yeah. here's, here's the thing. I have gotten that many a times. I've never made the orange sauce with it. You just have the chicken. I just have the chicken. I just have the plain. I just have like the plain chicken. Like this is this is really good. The sauce just seems like it's going to be messy. I don't want to deal with it. I don't think you like orange chicken. (laughs) I'm just gonna get. I'm just gonna say, I probably don't. I probably don't like orange chicken. Um, it sounds in theory, it sounds delicious. Yeah. I just don't know. It's one of those ones that just I haven't. I haven't crossed over and had. Um, I, I think that it's I, time. I, I think that if you're you're going for this, the uh, pineapple like uh, uh, curry, then orange chicken's the next logical step. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> I think it is. The, I think we want to take this up a notch. Yeah, go to the orange chicken. Then what about like a, a Hawaiian pizza, like with like pineapples and shit on it? Ooh, I've not had that. Um, Neither have I. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I. I've been lately having more bad pizza than good pizza. Really? Yeah. Like That's... I have ordered, I have ordered probably a Little Caesars or Domino's in the last year more than I've ordered like good quality, uh, like Brooklyn pizza. My roommate does the exact same thing. Um, he will like come home with his girlfriend. They will immediately order Domino's, um, or they'll come back with like a tombstone pizza and they'll throw it into the yeah. oven. And I'm just like, there's four uh, pizza places that are closer than the supermarket <laughs> where you got that tombstone with, with decent so to good pizza. I, I will say usually alcohol is involved. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, it- I don't know. There's something. There's something weird. Like I, I want. Like I'm sure there's a chemical that they put in there that that tricks you. Cyanide. But there, there is something that is weirdly comforting about terrible pizza, and I don't know if it's the generation of us that grew up having to like get a personal pan pizza from Pizza right. Hut and like. I love those. Yeah. 
get those like read those books to get those things or or collect them all to get all the the, the ninja turtle tapes yeah uh but there's something like i it is weirdly reassuring to have terrible pizza i think that there's just like that like if there there are good mexican food restaurants around like but i will still like if i'm in the mood for like a, a taco or something like that. I would just go to taco or a burrito. I would do a Taco Bell burrito before I would do most others. Like, I had Taco Bell, I think three times last weekend. Are you serious? How was it? Did, it you, get that, did you get that toasted cheddar chalupa? I did. I <laughs> tell me about it. Tell me about it. I've seen so many commercials. So, so I went to um, Mr. Design Theater 3000 at King's Theater last weekend oh, on yeah. Friday. How was that? The, it was, okay, so the, it being called Mystery Science Theater 2000 was a very generous name. Really? Because Who was it, it was approximately one person that was ever involved in Mystery Science Theater 2000. That was Joel. Joel was there, yep. And they had, like, sound-alikes playing the bots. No. And they had, like, someone else play, like, a forester relative. No. And it was so weird, and it was it was so... Uh, King's seats, I believe 3,500, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, they had closed off the balcony. Oh my God. They had moved everyone into the center orchestra. Oh my gosh. Okay. And, um, they, they had discounted. So originally I had bought tickets for a couple, uh, friends and they had said they didn't really want to go. And (laughs) understandably, and so then I asked, I asked other people around, and then everyone decided they wanted to go at the last second. Nice. So I end up going online and looking for more tickets, and I go and I see they're all being discounted to hell. Oh, so it it was it was a little sad because I was like, oh no. Uh, I will say the movie sections, regardless of you know, it was cool having it be Joel, even though there were sound alikes. I actually still did um, enjoy the jokes and okay. stuff like that. And it was a good, it was a fine experience from that point of view. Um, it, the movie was Circus of Horrors. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, all that stuff was like a little weird. So the best way to to combat that is a little bit of the Taco Bell Cantina across the street. There you go. <laughs> get See? a beer, get get a, a chalupa. It was all right. All right. So back to the original question. How was that cheddar chalupa? It's not. It, it tastes like all the Taco Bell filling, kind of just wrapped in burnt cheese, oh, which is totally so all right. Speaking my language right it's now. Not bad. That sounds phenomenal. Now, didn't they close the Taco Bell near you? If I'm not mistaken, they did close the Taco Bell near me? Yeah, right did up the, they have right a, up the road. Did they have a going out of business? Now? Not that I saw. Um, I didn't know until all the burritos must go. Oh. Man, I got I got a message from our friend Pete, uh, podcast guest Pete. Um, they just like they closed the Taco Bell by us uh, one day. He was like, I just went there. I am very upset right now. It's like, oh my god, I didn't realize it's right up the road from me. I hadn't I haven't had Taco Bell well, probably like a year it was like the last time I had Taco Bell. Um, uh, uh, actually, it's been a long time for me too. I've only I I actually normally only have Taco Bell. I don't know. Yeah, probably once every three or four months. That's not, that's pretty good. I I tried to stay. I am constantly trying to lose weight, so I end up just like not. There's nothing that I can get at a fast food restaurant that doesn't have like a ton oh. of carbohydrates or sugar. Well, also, that you can't make a healthier alternative to. Or 
buy a healthier alternative somewhere else. Like, now, Taco we, Bell started giving, like, taco bowls where I could just, like, choose the meat they and do. stuff. They had the Fresca menu, dude. That, yeah, but that was junk. <laughs> that was bullshit. That was bullshit, man. Don't give me fre- don't don't be a Fresca apologist on this podcast right now. I'm just saying there's a lot of merits to it. All right, all right. Maybe maybe do they still have it? No, I think it's long gone. That I think they I think they they know what they are. I think it's crazy that like that the dollar menus have disappeared from all of the fast food restaurants. Like, right? Like you used to go like you get like a double cheeseburger at McDonald's for like a dollar. And now you can't get anything at McDonald's for less than like three dollars. That is a little nuts. Now I know you're not you, you are eating meat, but uh, but have you tried or do you know anyone who's tried like the Impossible Burgers? So funny, bring that up while I was cat sitting. There we go. Uh, because uh, my friend lives in like Midtown area. It's kind of expensive there, so I ended up yeah. eating fast food or takeout most of the time. So. I walked by a, I walked by Dunkin' Donuts, and I had the Impossible Morning Sausage. I didn't even know they had that there. They just started it this week. Oh, and? It's not bad. I gotta say, it's actually, it, it did not take, like, I, I consider myself a pretty gonna, good fake meat connoisseur. You have had, you've had both sides of this coin. You know, you've you've tasted all the real meat, the fake meat. You've probably had multiple actually, instances of terrible fake meat. Yeah, many. And I actually don't meat. think it's as good as a Morning Star, but it tastes okay. a little more real. Okay, and it's, uh, a realer consistency. Okay, I think a Morning Star is a better tasting experience. Like if you know which ones I'm talking about, the Morning Star patty, like sausage patties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those in the in the freezer aisle of my local. It's it's I again I don't think it's as good as those, but I think I think if you're trying to show someone that has never had fake meat before, I think they would have that and they'd be like, this kinda tastes like like a little bland like someone ground up a little bland sausage. Okay. It's totally it's totally not bad. Um and the fact that it's like that one claims it's you know Whatever, how many grams of protein and right and without fat and stuff like that. Yeah, it seems like a good alternative for some people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've looked at like the nutritional facts for a lot of this stuff, and, it, and it's not about the nutrition. It's it's strictly like about it being plant based and not being like animal based. Like that, that is from what I've seen. Like it's not like it's not a healthier alternative most of the time. <laughs> um, oh God, in that case, then why are we bothering? I don't know. It's it's so that you know it's. Sure, you're not factory farming and yeah, all these things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I agree. Sure, yeah. I sympathize with that. There you go. Uh, Tiggs, <laughs> yeah. speaking of factory farming, okay. What what have you been? What games have you been farming in? Wow, well, like a factory. There it is. Over this last month. Yeah, it's been a month, man. It's been a month. We well, I've been playing a bunch of stuff. Like I feel like when we do like our like right. we did it every two weeks, and it would be like, oh, we haven't played that much. Now I've got a lot. Okay. We, we have to do our best right now not to go overboard on one, one game. Yeah. Uh, unless you have one specific one you want to go all in on. Uh, no, but, yeah. but just start, just start, you know, hit me. We'll, so we'll start, we'll start short. We'll start small. We'll start by that. I mean, a game that I didn't play all that much. Just a couple hours uh, that I put into Metro Exodus. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I plan on starting this next week. Nice. 
Yeah, obviously. Yes, I've heard that before, Alex. I, uh, I did find it, though. And you, and you found it. Yeah. Yeah, I am very impressed that you are actually able to find it. Um, Metro Exodus, the third in the Metro line of games um, that has come out. Uh, it's on Game Pass. It's on, like, the PC Game Pass or whatever the heck that thing's called. Um, and so I had downloaded it a little while ago to my Xbox and just hadn't given it a shot. It, it was just sitting there for probably a month before I just booted it up. Uh, and at this point, I think I was waiting for Control to download, because I don't think we've talked about Control last time. Um, I was waiting for Control to download, so I feel, felt like, oh, I'll just boot up Metro Exodus just to play something for a little while. And it feels like a Metro game. You know, I'm walking through, bullets yeah. are scarce, I'm wiping off the, the soot from yeah. the visor. <laughs> Um, are, are you you're changing filters on changing things filters and constantly? Are, are using bullets as currency? No, what that what? is not a thing anymore in this apparently, uh, <laughs> or at least I haven't okay. seen it be a thing yet. Um, I, I, I think I remember again. I didn't make it too far, um, but I think I'm trying. To, I remember like the uh, the zero punctuation reviewers just like yeah they got rid of that. Um, or no, no, it, you can, like, craft, like, tons of bullets and stuff still. It's, it's, you have an abundance of bullets uh, by, like, an hour or two into this game. Um, you start off, you're, like, in sewers and dark corridors going through, like, seeing, like, weird mutated things, and you're shooting at them and killing them, and it feels like a Metro game. Uh, and then you're, you're going into, uh, to, like, this base and then you, like, need to, like, steal this train from the base, and, and like, you steal the train, and it's kind of, it's this cool sequence where you're, like, jumping between these two trains, and you gotta, like, plant a bomb on the one train, and then jump over to the other one, uh, and then after you finish that, like, uh, you kind of get, like, these interim chapters that, that you can just, like, completely skip if you want to, or, uh, because now it, it's, like, a, a bigger world, and you're actually, like, going around by train, you can take the time to go and, like, talk to all of your, like, compadres. Just, like, in between. Just, like, get, like, more little story bits yeah. from them. Um, I feel like they did that in the last one. Did they? A little bit. I yeah. feel like I feel like you had, like, those kind of hub worlds and the different so metro places, so right? It's, it's not even, like, a hub world. It's kind of like, are you, like, do you, do you want to talk to people or do you just want to go out into the world? And like you go into the world, and there's like a loading screen, and you're just and I, as far as I can tell, you're just done with that bit. Like you can't go back into the train and go and talk to anyone. Um, as far as I know, again, didn't play that much. Um, but then once you get into that, into like after this train sequence, it, you get to like this huge like like snow overflowing like open world, and it looks really pretty and beautiful, and it seems really cool. Um, and, and like, I, the, I guess the big revelation is you've thought, like, for so long that you're the only survivors, and turns out, nope, turns out there's a lot. Um, but I thought there was, in the last one, I thought there was all the different subways with all the different camps. Like, there was, like, remember, like, there was the communists, there was the, the Nazis. Yeah, no, like, Russia isn't alone is kind of the whole thing. Like, this is, mm. like, they're, so I spoil for, like, the first couple hours again, um, there is this one base that you go to that is like intercepting and jamming all of the radio signals coming from all across the world to be just like, is anyone out there right now? Is anyone like, Oh, um, so that's like the big thing. And then you're like off on your adventure, uh, to do Metro stuff. It seems cool. Like it seems again, like I know that the tight corridor bit is more Metro than anything else. 
But once sure. it did, once I did get to the open world, I thought like, oh, this is really cool. This is like pretty to look at, and this is fun to walk around in. So that 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 aspect seemed almost like more exciting. And I don't know if I if I get to play it more than will I just end up getting bored of all of that stuff eventually because it's a big empty world. So it's not like Fallout where you know there's there seem to be a lot of people to talk to you and side quests and stuff like that. It, I'm sure that there are a decent amount of side quests around, but it seems more empty than all of that. So I remember, wait, because this is the fourth one, right? It's the third one. Third one, okay. Metro 2033, last light this. Because I remember 2033 was a lot more exploring outside and having to be, like, conscious of your timers on things. Yeah, uh, in radiated so areas and, and stuff. And the second one was a lot more of, like, again, the corridor shooting and a lot more action-based. Yeah. And, like, they had, like, a lot of, like, the, like, like almost kind of turret sequences and stuff like that. Like, yeah. when you're on, like, the on, like, the train thing, on, like, the, the push cart. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I... Do you think this one's, like, kind of splitting the difference between the two? It does kind of feel to be... Tri- I mean, I don't know if it's... This first sequence was, like, what you remember, and now it's just going to be all big open stuff. Um, like, here was your old... Here was, like, the, la- the last thing you remember from Metro. Like, here's that sequence. And now we're just going to blow it away and go, and go this way with it. Um... It does kind of seem like it's trying to have like have its cake needs to and eat it too, um, but it doesn't seem that bad. Like it seems really well made. Like it, it again, like playing on like the Xbox One right now, uh, like the Xbox One S, not even like a like a, one of the souped up models looks great, um, and, and it seems fun to kind of run around the world. From like the limited time I did spend in that open world, there was like nothing to do, and that was kind of a bummer. Still, like, the same kind of weird monsters and stuff? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dog-like creatures and bat-like yep. creatures and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. And then, obviously, humans, the greatest monster of all. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right, so Metro, it's, it seems fine. Yeah, it seems fine. Uh, like, yeah. It's fun enough, yeah. Um, also, I'm going to try and save the ones that I finished and the ones that we both played for later. Um, so, Astral Chain. Played, like, a couple hours of Astral Chain so far. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, so latest from Platinum Games, Nintendo Switch exclusive, uh, detective em up, beat em up, uh, Astral Chain out now for the Switch. Oh, you gotta explain to me a bit more what this, uh, this, this game is. Yeah. Yeah. So you are a twin and you're also like a, uh, like a policeman, basically. Or a police officer, I guess. A twin and a policeman? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's a twin. Yeah. Wait, that's not possible. Yeah. No, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. You and your your twin are uh, are police officers. Uh, You can choose to either be the male or female, brother or the sister. Uh, And the the game starts off and, you know, you, you, like everyone else, is using these, like, these astrals that are all like chained to them. I, I don't know if they're actually called astrals. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're like you can't use the, the word in the definition. <laughs> they're using what, what? What's the best way to describe these things? Um, they, they're Is like it no, I can't. Uh, the the astral looked hard at me and I cried. I don't know. I don't have a good <laughs> sentence for it. Don't put me on the spot. I don't know how to improvise. Um, the so you have like these these beast creatures that like no one else can actually see except for you um, that you send off to do like most of the heavy fighting. Like you have a baton, you have like a gun, but against 
enemies, it barely, they, they don't do much and you need to have these things to do stuff. And, and you'll end up, you'll catch like your first one and it's the sword, one, the sword legion. It's the legion. There it is. Um, okay. and so that thing, you, you can upgrade it and you can give it like special attacks. Um, and like whenever there's a fight, you basically like send it out and it's, and it starts doing like most of the damage. Um, you'll then throughout like subsequent chapters, you'll unlock one more each chapter for like a couple chapters. I think there's five altogether. Um, but the game doesn't really open up until about chapter three and the first two chapters were kind of slow. Um, but a lot of what goes on, like there are these bits where you're fighting and then everything around that are like your police officer investigating crimes. Uh, and so it'll be like, Oh, something happened here. So you need to go to this spot and you need to gather evidence. Uh, so you're gathering evidence and you're like going around, you're questioning people, uh, or like talking to people to try and like gather more information about something that's going on. And like when someone says something that's important, it'll like the, the text blurb will be like, there'll be like a red word in the text thing and then it'll get added to a notebook. And then, uh, at the end of it, like someone will ask you like, so, uh, here's a question. And then you'll go through this notebook uh, or all these words that you've written down and you'll like choose one of them as like the answer to like, Oh, uh, so where do you think this person was going? It's like, Oh, well the, the museum and like, Oh, and some people so thought they saw like a, a apparition. What was like, Oh, this like the red hooded person or something like that. Um, and those parts seem really cool and really not platinum. Like, um, maybe I yeah, have, so, wait, well, hold on. So the investigation thing, so you, you get the word, it goes into the thing and then you can ask other people about that one word later. No, 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 no. Just so like, someone asks you like what, like, so your findings from the investigation here are like things that we heard and like, what's your answer to them? Um, okay. and so that, so you're going out like gathering the information from that. So, so you're not like taking a word and then like questioning someone else on that word. That would be really cool. Um, but it's more straightforward and linear than that. So it's not quite as like smart or, or uh, um, f- like flushed out as that. I, I, I get, I get what you're saying now. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes like the, again, like no one else can see these legions that you're bringing along with you and they're all like chained to you. You can switch legions mid battle. Um, they're not no. always the smartest thing and that's kind of annoying. And also a lot of the times like your fighting is pretty basic and <laughs> what they're doing seems a lot cooler. But you're yeah. not really controlling their actions, but, 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 like so all the time. It's it's still character action, though. Yes, it is. It's it's characters action, if anything. Um, so be, because the legion is fighting, and you're so you're both kind of like taking on something at the same time. Um, again, you can like you can upgrade it to give it like oh, like, oh here's a special power like uh, the the arrow legion. Be like oh you can like it'll rain arrows down and then there'll be like a cooldown on that for a little bit. And otherwise the thing is just like sitting behind you and like taking a shot every so often. Um, that's, that's an interesting idea. Yeah. I feel like it's like, it kind of reminds me of that, like the arc systems work game, that fighting game where you had the two, it's not persona. I know they did a persona one shot. But but do you know what you want to talk about? Where it was it was the fighting game where it was you and like you had your other. Can I just I've got to use the word. See, this is me being an asshole and using. Don't say persona. Copyright. Uh, but it was like your other the other like half your 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 punch buttons like half your attack buttons. Oh were yeah. You. And then half the other the, half the like the projection thing. Yeah yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Um, it actually. Oddly enough, reminds me a lot of like Tokyo Mirage sessions in, in like a weird way. Except that's, that's oh, like, yeah, turn based, yeah. but like very similar sure. to that. Um, this sounds like it could work as a turn based game. 
It, yeah, no, I think it would be great as her base game. So, like, the combat is oddly, like, the most frustrating part. Um, and that's the part that I expect Platinum to, like, really nail. And that's kind of a bummer for me. Um, it's it's not a game, like, I tried to play it in, like, a long stint and be like, and after, like, 30 minutes, I was like, I need to put this down. Um, mm. And, like, I'll pick it up again for another 30 minutes and be like, this is totally fine. Like, this is a lot of fun to play. But, like, it, it is a train ride game in that it, I feel like it works better in chunks as opposed to just like sitting down that's interesting okay i i i think this game if nothing else just sounds like a cool departure for them while still totally it still has kind some of, of their dna the yeah for sure it's got a little bit of dna but it's got them like trying like other like these Mr. other systems DNA. out <laughs> and um and so i like it uh i, I like it okay. i'm not in love with it Yet I still have I've ha- I put like six hours in I think I'm about halfway through maybe a little bit less, um, so I still have a decent ways to go, um, but but yeah it, it's it's fun enough I, I again I like the investigation sections a good bit um, there's also some like really annoying platforming sections uh, and that's mm. always kind of a bummer. Uh, now Tiggs, what do you think of the news that all those all the original people are coming back for the next Jurassic Park? I because you, you said Mr. DNA huh? Um, yeah. But- I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's kind of weird. I think so. I think it's weird too. I think it's a little desperate. I think they yeah. know people aren't liking these movies. And it's like this is like the the movies have all been like PG thirteen. You're you're not catering towards like an older audience, right? You're not catering towards the audience that has been with Jurassic Park the entire time. But like this was you put you put Chris Pratt in this to try and like. Oh, he's a big star right now. Like kids love Chris Pratt. Like uh, he's in the Guardians of the Galaxy, all the Marvel, like the Marvel movies and stuff like that. Like l- let's get a bunch of kids into these seats and watch it. And now, like who? Who's this for? Yeah, like I'll see it regardless. But it it very much feels like a who is this? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? I, I yeah, I agree with you on that. It seems weird. It seems a little, it's it's Max a desperation and a dad bit. Really does Max desperation. Yeah, but, but I think that, I think that that's also like. I think nostalgia is, is, is people's solution to anything when they like they feel it waning. That's just like that's hundred percent accurate. Uh speaking of waning <laughs> uh continuing the podcast. Uh, nice. What uh what other games you got? Um okay, so couple more things uh before we get into some of the bigger ones. Um let's see here. Uh, blasphemous. Tell me about this game. I I, I, I wanna know. Uh, so Blasphemous is a 2D side-scrolling Souls-ish Castlevania-like game, um, like Metroidvania-ish. Like th- there are definitely areas that I can't get to right now that are walking through. You in like it's a on, class? Go ahead. So on Switch? Yeah, it's it's on Switch. It's on PC. I think it's on. It might be on everything right now. Uh, but I am playing it on Switch right now. Um, really cool. Like good looks. Looks very 2D. Um, like in oh, like old school, like almost shovel knightish in a way. I kind of I like the art. It's very got like it kind of reminds you like it, it looks like if someone was making like Hexen yeah as like a two D side scroller like that's like or, or like a Quake yeah like those those kinds of grays and, and browns. It's brutal and like over the top. Like so, you start this game off. Like, you go a couple of screens, uh, you fight a couple of, like, normal enemies, and then, like, there's a boss, like, immediately. You know, like, it's a Souls game. Um, and after you, like, defeat this boss, 
you basically like pour its blood into your helmet and then like put the helmet over you to I guess like obtain its blood or something. It's it's kind of weird in that way. Um, I, I like it more for like the in like the Castlevania aspect than I do for the Souls aspect. Um, I, I do find two D Souls games will always lose something, um, and I think that this one is definitely. I like it more than I like Salt and Sanctuary, for sure. I think that it's more responsive than Salt and Sanctuary is. I think that like it's it's less buggy currently than Salt and Sanctuary was when I, oh, when I first played it. These guys did the last door. I don't know. What that that was. was that indie adventure game. Was like Victorian horror. Like, hmm. uh, seems I, seems I own it. Checks out so far. On uh, multiple things, but like really chunky pixels and stuff. It was. Also, you should go to my new restaurant. Chunky Pixels? Chunky Pixels, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I, I want to put some more hours into Blasphemous. Uh, I think that it seems really cool right now. I, I think that the itch that I was hoping Bloodstained was going to scratch is being scratched by Blasphemous instead right now uh, on Switch. Really? That's... Okay. That's that's interesting to know. It probably plays... It, how does it play, then? It's 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 snappy, it's responsive. It's, it's and... snappy, it's responsive. Um, like, I'm still kind of learning the world and the systems and, like, the slowdown that I... That, like, just comes from it. Or, like, the frames that I'll be standing still after I do something. Like, that, all that stuff. But it, it seems... It doesn't... It doesn't technically chug like, like Bloodstain does. Um, I really like the way this looks. Yeah. It's a really good-looking game. Uh, how's the music? Music's pretty good. Music's pretty good. Um, you know, it, it's it's kind of what you would expect from it, but like I haven't gotten the soundtrack, or maybe I do. I need to check my Kickstarter rewards. If I so, do have it, I'll send it over. So yeah, again, I see here you got you got your your stamina bar, and you got your um, is like so. Do you, do you have like class builds and things you can do for this, or or is it just? That's a good question. Not that I've seen yet. Um, there are like. Oh, are there bon? Does your bonfires? There are. Oh yeah, there's bonfire equivalents. Um, I think there's like different weapons you can get, uh, and like when you level up, you you can drop some points into stuff. You can also like find like talk to people and get like. Uh, I, I think I have like a second, um, SS oh, flask at this point, just from like talking to someone. Yeah, I'm like looking at like uh screenshots here, and I'm seeing one of just like this boss that's like a floating head. Yeah. There are, yeah, I, I looked at, like, stuff for, like, all the upcoming bosses, and a lot of the stuff seems, like, otherworldly and cool. A lot of it also seems like you're fighting, like, dudes, uh, which also feels very much like Dark Souls. Man. Yeah, this seems super neat. Yeah, it's super neat. It's, like, it's, it's like, 25 bucks right now. I think that if that drops to, like, 20 or 15, I, I would recommend picking that up. Like, I, I think it's a lot of fun to so play. You're saying, it's you're saying it's punishing stuff like that, but is yeah. it... Still in the Dark Souls way of like that you feel like you can learn something every time. Yes, you I, die. I, I do. Um, I haven't actually like really. I think I died like once or twice. Like on the on the first boss, I I knew what I was getting into. Like I saw it and I was just like, I get it. I just learned how to slide. Like it just taught me how to slide. It taught me how to attack. I think I know exactly what I'm gonna be doing right now. Um, so like the boss would like do this like overhead attack, uh, and I would like slide under it and I'd like go behind him and I'd hit him a couple times and I'd like back off. I uh, do something, I jump over it, slide under him, and it was and it was this very for the first boss at least, very basic yeah. pattern to like learn and just exploit. Sure, and just like get used to the mechanics. Yeah, and, like... exactly. Yeah, man, I'm just loving the the character design here. Like, do you see the the boss that's like a lady with a bunch of swords in her? Yes. Yeah. 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 No, that that one looks really cool too. And that, I think that 
maybe I'm thinking of the wrong one, but there is one that's like a platforming section end boss where you're like, like you just keep vertically scrolling and like have to keep jumping up and like dodging like attacks and like attacking this thing whenever you get a chance. Man. It's really cool. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy this game. Nice. Very nice. You, right. Now you work for that. I do work for, yeah. So I get a cut yeah. of this, so put my name in there. Um, he's offered he's off code tigs. He's offered code tigs, get blasphemous. Uh, look for me in the credits. I'm sure I'm there somewhere. Also, uh, you, you you also get a mattress in a box. Uh, oh, obviously. Yeah, you gotta let it, like, you gotta let it inflate for a couple days. You can't just use it right away. I, 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 mine was, I did not wait two days for mine. Oh, so were you just, like, laying on the ground, basically? No, it inflated, it just, it smelled a little weird. Oh, that's weird, I didn't know that. All right, moving on. (laughs) Um, uh, So other things that I've played that you have not. um, Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of an Elusive Age. Tell me about it. This is the latest in the Dragon Quest series. Um, It finally came out on Switch, so I started playing it on Switch. How long has this one been out? Just a year. In Japan, okay. Oh, in Japan, it may have been a little bit longer. Uh, it came out on PS4 in, uh, last year. Um, but this feels like, dude, it feels it's it's super cute. I love the art style. I, I love everything about it so far. I've only played in the 3D world, um, but uh, in the Switch version, you can swap to the 2D version of it oh. as well, um, which I don't think is the case in the PS4 version. Um, and and it, so I've only That's put like right. an hour, and I just started this today. Uh, to, to talk about, just so we could, basically just so we could talk about it on the podcast right now. Um, but I'm digging it a lot right now. And I was worried, like, oh, man, you know, it, it's Dragon Quest. Those games are always super long. and um, Yeah, no, notoriously, right? Yeah, exactly. So th- it was something that I, I wasn't, I, it's not that I wasn't excited to jump right in, but I was hesitant to jump right in, like, immediately. Um, after I had been playing, like, a bunch of other games. But... It feels like a game that I can just kind of pick up, put down. It seems to have, like, a better map or a more forgiving and friendly map than some of the past games where it looks like I like, oh, I know exactly where I'm going because I can see this thing there. Um, so it's got some quality of life improvements that the other games didn't have. Um, the the voice acting so far has been, oh, man, they, they always sound like um, Cockney or something like that. Like So it, it's totally fine. Sure. But again, like, these 3D slime models are so cute. Um, and I really enjoyed running around the, the, the world so far. Not so, again, not super far into it, but um, it, it seems like if you played a Dragon Quest game where yeah. you're a dude, you're in like a town, and eventually it's just like, well, now you got to go outside. Um, that's kind of how this is. Yeah. Oh, the slime is actually pretty cute. Slime, I'm slime seeing slime. one right now with like a big smiley face and a crown on. Yep. Oh, King Slime. Uh, so. In the other mode, is it like classic Dragon Quest style where it's just like focused right in on the yeah. the enemy and things? Yeah, that's I what I want. As far as I know, um, it, it is. So I that I, it seems like from everything I read again, I haven't played the classic mode yet, but like it's it's the classic top down two D art style of you like that you are the center of this map and everything is like and you are just like looking oh, down shit. at it, and walking around. Yeah, I'm looking at screenshots of it. Yeah, it does turn into wow. So classic right. based, you know, combat. You're picking from fight. You're picking from magic. You're picking from items. You know, menu based combat. Uh, even when you're, regardless, it, it's also weird because you can run around the 3D space. Uh, yeah. Playing it through, but it hasn't seemed to matter at all. Like I could be 
all the way across, and it seems like everyone's still just like attacking me fine. I mean, and how's like plot and things like that? Um, so far, it has been like you're a kid. You need to become an adult by climbing this mountain. And... <laughs> sure. that's, that's relatable to everyone. <laughs> that's that's very relatable. And I and that's and I, and I, like I climbed the mountain, did that, and now I'm pretty sure it's about to be like. Shit's about to go down. There's the interesting, or the opening cutscene movie is pretty interesting in, in kind of what it seems to be setting up about, like, who the chosen one is, what's coming for it, and things like that. Um, but none of that has really been revealed yet. From what I've heard of the story, um, listening to, I listened to, like, a spoiler cast on it, um, like the RPG fan spoiler cast. And it sounds awesome, but it sounds like you get a lot more out of it by having played the entirety of the Dragon Quest, like, um, series of games. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not going to do that. I've nope. played parts of a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, and I've liked and, the clerks that I've played. I've really liked everything that I've played of 7 and 8. Um, and I've, I've always I've always had a fondness for the series, totally. but it's not been one that like I ever put time into. I appreciate it from yeah, afar. I agree. And, and this one might be the one that like I don't think it's going to turn me onto the series and be like, oh, i got to go finish all these. Um, now, because if it didn't happen that, with like Final Fantasy, it's not going to happen with this. Did you get that Dragon Quest collection that just came up for the Switch? No, that's I don't. Is there a collection, or, or is it just the three games now individually purchasable on the Switch? Oh, are they individually purchasable? I uh, so. Okay. I thought about it. Like I thought about. I've heard the Dragon Quest three is like phenomenal, and I've heard that Dragon Quest one you can beat in like a couple hours. So I thought about getting both of those too. But the other thing that I heard is that these are just straight ports of like the iOS and Android versions. Yeah. Yeah. But. That so if those they're ports of all the Dragon Quest games that iOS and Android I believe or at least up through eight. So yeah. if if these are coming now, then I could imagine like we're, we'll get Dragon Quest like three through eight eventually onto the Switch. Uh, I'm trying to remember which one was on DS. Uh, nine. That was not okay. That is the one I played. I think that is the only one I bought. That's the online one, or you get or, or can be online. And then there were also so uh, four, five, and six were also remade for this uh, for the DS. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. I'm looking here. The other so it looks like there's. I'm looking at my copies of those four games. Oh, sitting there next. <laughs> okay, touche. Uh, yeah, but it's it, it, so it, it feels like Dragon Quest, but totally feels like Dragon Quest in a good that's, way. Yeah, I. It feels like a refreshed Dragon Quest in a way. Um, well, like it almost feels like Dragon Quest, even. Even from, like, uh, the SNES era to, like, the PS1, PS2 era still. Like, it was like, oh, it's Dragon Quest, um, and they've given it a little bit of up or, or, like, they've given it some 3D stuff, but it's still basically Dragon Quest. Um, and this feels, I don't even know, I don't, again, not that crazy far into it, but almost, instead of, like, the leap from Final Fantasy 9 to 10, almost, like, from, like, 10 to 12 or something like that, where, where it's, like, it, it feels... No, no, 9 to 10 is the right one. Where, like, all the systems are still in play, but... So it feels familiar, but it feels fresh. Okay. It, it, it's probably just streamlined and... Yeah. Like, you're saying, like, qual like in terms of playability, it's just more accessible. 100%. That's... That, that actually... That sounds completely up my alley. Yeah. I'll be honest. And, like, having the option there of the old look... Yeah. Because... That's what, for me, what I associate with Dragon Quest. It's oh, like totally. that style of dun dungeon crawling, and I'm sure everyone else. I mean, like, that's kind of what I want out of it. Like, I don't necessarily want it to look like a Final Fantasy. Like, I don't want them to turn into Final Fantasy 15 with right. 
like action like the next stuff. Quest. And then again, like yeah. in the 3D mode, it's not that. It is it's 3D in name only. Like you are you're running around a space, but it means basically nothing. Like everything else is is happening as though it were in a 2D space. So I, I am excited to get to, like you can do it at a church. Like the next time I get to a church to save the game, I'm just going to switch over to the 2D style and start playing it that way. Do it. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. Um, wow, there's a good a good amount of time in that one. Um, so let's talk about AI, the Seminium files. <gasps> Tiggs. Yeah. Please tell me everything about AI, the Seminium files. Okay. So, AI, the Seminium files is the, the latest game by the writer of the Zero Escape trilogy. Okay. Hard stop right there. Yeah, no, that's that. You see, no, that is that gets me excited. Yeah. So there's something I, I have tried, Alex, over my years of um, being like some fake otaku or whatever, um, and just like trying visual novels. <laughs> fake otaku. Am I a real otaku? I think you're a little weeby sometimes. I'm definitely weeby. Way. I'm super weeby. Let's be honest. Like, like harsh weeb. Um, that I have tried so many times to get into visual novels. Uh, even with, um, like, Psychopaths, I, I really like that anime. Sure. Uh, try that visual, like, the, the, that game, like, wasn't into it. Um, what was the other one? There was that, there was, oh, shit, what was that one that, like, it uh, came Steins out? Gate. Yep. Steins Gate. Yeah. Like, enjoyed it for the time I was playing, but, like, while I was playing, it was like, I just don't really care. Um, and, like, just didn't care. Now, Danganronpa and Zero Escape. <laughs> Yeah, um, Jinx, I think I think Spike Chudsoft has made some money off you. They have they, made so much money off of me. Yeah, they have put one of their kids through college. Oh, a hundred percent. And I'm not talking like community college. Like, <laughs> they're at like a good school. They're not even. It's not even like a state school. They're like, yeah, they're they're going somewhere. Like, they were able to they afford to lure Laughlin their kid into a school, whatever one they wanted. Was pretty good. I'd like that. That was topical, that baby. Was, that was pretty topical. Um, that's it's weird that that's the next Fuller House season. Oh is all that would be amazing, Alex. It's it's it's, it's a Nikki and Alex have um to deal with the fact that they've just been thrown out of college because Aunt Becky got them in there because of uh uh you know the the, the that Pay scandal under the table as opposed to like making a donation and, and getting and they've got to, and they've got to move back into the fuller house dude you're welcome netflix <laughs> make a statement netflix do it um, no, ne- be brave netflix. be brave netflix um so this game is weird and and like immediately I, I was kind of drawn in obviously because of the writer um but also because of kind of the weirdness of of what's going on right now so you are a detective uh sure. who is, I see a pattern here who only has one eye uh oh. and in his oh. other eye is a robot ai companion oh. okay uh who um, he talks to constantly he takes yep. i'm looking at screenshots right now yep and you seem to be like Doing a wrestling test of strength with, like, a virtual bear? Oh, I haven't gotten to that yet. That sounds awesome. This okay. game is weird, Alex. Like, 999, uh, Zero Escape, the, that whole series, you know, Virtual Escape, those were all, they're weird in story, but they, they follow this, like, they follow, like, the visual novel 
like a visual novel formula where it's like, okay, we're, we're going to listen to a bunch of dialogue. We're going to make a choice. And then we're going to be in like a puzzle room for a set amount of time. And then sure. everything else, uh, you know, it's going to be like anime, 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 puzzle room, anime, 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 puzzle room. But they make sense like structurally and they, yeah. and even if they can, like, like, yeah, it, it's maybe a crazy setup or something like that, but it's not one that like you couldn't see anywhere else. Like, yeah. Right. No, this is nuts. Um, so the first scene, you have basically found, uh, like a dead body in a amusement park on a carousel tied to one of the horses with a missing eye. Sure. But it's the other eye that's missing, um, that, that you don't have, obviously. Um, and it's, you're, and you like kind of investigate the scene. You're talking to people around, uh, you feel it's like, oh, but there's no blood anywhere. So obviously the body was killed and then brought here. Uh, you go and like the, the person who's killed, like their daughter is actually like, they're kind of staying with you. They've been staying with you this whole time. It's kind of crazy. This is all happening. Um, there's like this pop star idol that you're like talking to. There's like this this weird. Is that the girl with the cat ears. That's the I believe it's the pop star idol. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, She's got like an Ariana Grande <laughs> thing going. But so here's Mike and and like uh, everything is unfolding in kind of interesting way. Like you, there's like another murder. It's murdered in the same way. So it's like oh, it's a string of murders and then. You also happen to have amnesia, and you don't remember anything from six years ago. Okay. Um, obviously. Sorry, game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, can, like, you can only get so many plot points that you can go in. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of annoying in that way. Uh, and then it's just like, oh, you don't need to remember, like, oh, that this other person, like, this doesn't follow the same uh, traits of, like, this other serial killer, because they're, like, taking out the other eyes. It's like, all right, I get it. I'm missing an eye. Like, this is, like, let's just tell me. Just fucking tell me. Like, just don't, like, don't try and drip this to me. It, it, I bet the game would be, like, ten hours shorter if you didn't. Um, and I'd be okay with that. Uh, but but more so than the Zero Escape games, which were very anime, don't get me wrong, but but I think that oh, they, yeah. but they strayed away from, like, a lot of, like, overabundance of horrible, like, big-breasted anime trope-type things. Yeah, I... I which this is they... leaning into so far. <laughs> okay, okay, good to know. No, I think Zero Escape weirdly had they tried to play it realer. They had restraint. Like there was like unlike the Danganronpa series, which had no restraint and then tried to like subvert your expectations by having no restraint. And like sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Um, Zero Escape definitely tried to play it realer. Uh, more anime dialogue than anime characters a lot of times. Um, yeah, sure. But, but this, it's like there. I have had multiple conversations where this person's like calling me a pedophile and a pervert. And it's just like, okay. Um, a little, like I could deal with that. Like if you just cut that stuff out and like, and it's all just like ancillary dialogue where you're like, like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. That happened. Like, Oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Like, what are you? Some kind of a pervert? Like you could cut out these like five lines of dialogue and it like, no one would care. And it wouldn't mean anything to the story. And it's not like, it's not making me laugh half the time. Um, and so that's the annoying part about it is that it's, it has these tropes that I wish it didn't, that the zero escape guy really didn't have before. Um, mm. and, but again, like the murder investigations going on, like you also, you, you'll do these investigations and then you'll like mind link with someone. And that's, and in this, and in this mind link, you are projected as a, um, basically naked female, um, <laughs> who like there's you have like a six minute time limit and like time doesn't move unless you're unless you're walking or unless okay. you're like, taking an action 
and that's kind of and these things they they haven't been like and it's like you're trying to basically inspect a bunch of things uh, to answer a puzzle or riddle um, and and that's and that's been basically the extent of it like before the time runs out it's the story seems really cool without you know the, all the weird stuff aside uh, or not weird stuff but like all I guess the all the anime stuff for a better for for lack of a better word aside um, and, and that is keeping me like wanting to go back into it more than anything else is just to like see where this thing goes like like see how the story unfolds because I uh, I'm maybe I'm giving this dude too much credit but I do give him a lot of credit as like a a decent like narrative twist writer um and, and structurer that like I can see this going in some interesting places yeah uh, I I will back you up on that um this game seems completely insane yep I'm just looking at screenshots uh, yep, you're right. You do apparently become. Is this you? This is like a. Um, it's looking like a pretty much naked anime lady that's like covered in like weird like, yep. like twisty like like or, or something like like weird stuff. Like, yeah, it's 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 like cyber whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, that's it. And like they they make references about it's like they'll make joke references be like oh well I I designed that thing to be something that you would like They're like why do you think that would be something I would like like well you could have just like made the character something different and then not had all this dialogue about it because um, it doesn't matter there has been no reason for you to be this like mostly naked anime cyber person um, and, and and you know what like maybe there's interesting things you could explore with that sure but I have a feeling yeah it doesn't like maybe unpack that in any meaningful way. I'm going to assume that as well. Again, I haven't made it too far. I'm like three or four hours in. Um, and again, it's been like, it's been this story that's been driving me go- going forward. Like there are some like very interesting characters, but then there's just like a lot of like, you know, junk and uh, it's all the interesting things. It's all the plot. It's, 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 it's the murder mystery aspect of it. That's really getting me to want to do it uh, to play more. Um, but yeah, I, I have a worry that it's all there just to be there as opposed to all there for like a good reason. Why? So what, what, what do you attribute to the change in that? Do you think that that makes it more marketable if you make it weird and booby or something like that? Like, I don't know. I honestly think that it's just trying to be, it's hard to say. Like maybe it is partially that, like maybe like this, you know, it does speak to like a, a different audience or like a wider audience or, or something like that. But I also feel like it's trying to make itself feel very different from zero escape. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And I, and I think that that's probably more it than anything else, but the gameplay, like, again, it's not really escape rooms like zero escape was. Um, I guess it's, it's sort of similar, but it's really, it's very different in, in gameplay terms, hmm. but, but still pretty good. Like it seems like a decent story so far. So I do want to keep playing it. Uh, but I feel awkward playing it on the train. So that's, that's, the yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I maybe wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's right. keep going. Yeah. Uh, I got pixel puzzle collection, Alex. Talking about what? a phone game. Talking about okay. a Konami phone game that is just Picros and it's just Picros of 2D sprites from past Konami games. This kind of sounds all right. This that is all that this game. I need to turn on this fan. Sorry to all of the listeners. Column, sorry, column. Um, sorry, column. What's it called again? I got a dumb version right uh, now. Pixel Puzzle Collection. It is free. 
Um, you, and it's, it's, it's straight up just, it's Picros. And as you're, like, you know, finishing these puzzles, uh, as Picros does, you look at this thing, once you're done with it, you say, that doesn't look like anything. And then it, like, turns different shades and colors to make it look like something, and you're still like, that doesn't really look like anything. And then it tells you what it is, and you're just like, alright, I get it. Oh, man. Like, the first thing you see on here is, like, Bomberman. Yep. I've unlocked, like, I have completed a couple, so that's... The, one of the things that's kind of annoying me about this game so far, and I really like it and I played a bunch, um, but one of the things that's annoying is that you you have like a selection of four puzzles when, once you unlock it, and like one will be a boss puzzle, which unlocks like every three hours, I think. Um, and those are like 15 by 15 puzzles, and those are single panels in like a set of like nine panels that would all make up like a giant sprite of something. And that seems really cool. Like I'm excited to like finally complete one of those. Um, but much like with all the other ones, every time you tap, you don't get to choose, like, the collection that this puzzle is from. You, you don't get to choose anything. It just always gives you a random puzzle. So I just want to be doing, like, Bomberman and Castlevania puzzles. I don't really care about the rest of them that much. Those are the two that I really want to see, and uh, it's there's been so much, like... So, like, you gotta do some, you gotta do some life force if you want to get to Twin those, those Yeah, there's a bunch of, like, there's been, like, I've, like, Gradius is, like, another collection, and there's been, like, life force within that. And, like, those are all cool, but I haven't seen, like, there's been no Contra puzzles. Uh, maybe there's just not gonna be any Contra puzzles. Um, but, but it's stuff like that where, like, I wish I could choose from which collection I'm going to be. Well, yeah, I'm actually, I'm on the, the store page for it. Okay. And it actually says that. It's only the Vampire Weekend album Contra puzzles. Interesting. Okay. Uh, no, Contra's listed on there, along with Frogger, Bomberman, Mystical Ninja, Castlevania. It took me a very long time to figure that out. I was just like, Vampire Weekend. Like, first I was like, oh, it's like a Castlevania. That's the second band. album. And then I was right? like, oh, first... wait, no, the band and their album Contra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was more of a modern Vampires of the City type of guy. Um... <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Oh, they had three solid albums, like, back-to-back. Like, those first three. Oh, uh, do you ever get to the Father of the Bride? <laughs> Which one? The new one, Father of the Bride. That's their new one. I haven't even listened to it yet. Uh, I tried listening to it. It's, it's fine. I still like Modern Vampires of the City. I, I like, I really liked it's Contra good. when it came out. I can't remember the name of their first one. It may have just been called Vampire Weekend. I believe it might have been. I definitely, I was one of those losers who, like, oh, no, I've got the, uh, the blue CDR vampire weekend you know before they put out their major label uh release oh still have those mp3s around why i don't know i don't listen to it um but that's cool that that contra is on there uh so that that's exciting to but i haven't seen a single puzzle from it weird so that's kind of annoying um that that is annoying that you can't get to the games you like yeah and that's really what i would want more than anything i've complete i think there's like a hundred and something there's probably more than a hundred something puzzles in it it might say on the store page that you're on right now uh i'll put put that back up (laughs) Uh, it says it does not say how many puzzles there are i i think i've completed it says at the top like 20 percent of collection complete um so i've done and I feel like I've done, like, way more than 20 of these puzzles. So it's got to be more than 100. Because um, each percentage is, like, getting to from 0 to 1% is, like, 5 puzzles. Every every puzzle is, like, 0.2%. Um, Jesus, that's a lot of puzzles that I've done. I've done, like, 100. <laughs> um, but they're good because it's Picross, and I love Picross. So, uh, like, like, it's super fun to do. Yeah, that's I'm totally into that. There's definitely some annoyances with it. Um, uh, it starts you off with, like, automatically putting in all the X's in a row. Uh, after you, like, think you complete it. But if you 
completed it wrong, it still throws all those X's into the row. So then you would have to like go back through and like delete all the X's or, or whatever. So I just I turned all that off. So now just manually enter everything in. Uh, question: yep. um, Was there a Picros for Switch? There's a couple. Um, so there is. I think that the, like the classic Picros, like Picros S3, there is that for Switch. Uh, but now there's also, oh man, this is gonna this is gonna burn me because I played this one for like five minutes, but I wasn't gonna talk about it. It's it's like Pixel Quest or something like that, where um, it's it looks like an RPG or like it, it kind of plays you. You go to a square, you get a Picros puzzle, and in like the top right corner there is, like, a slime or a monster, and they have, like, an attack meter that's going down, and if they... they will attack you after a set amount of time, uh, unless you, like, place no. a puzzle down on the square. Uh, Wait, is this Picross Lord of the Nazareth? No, that's... it's not that one. That's another Picross game for the Switch that also recently came out. I, I learned about both these games from the Nintendo Power Podcast. Um, oh. uh, it might It's, like, PictoQuest, I think is what it's called. Very nice. And, like, oh, yeah, I've only played five minutes of it, and, like, so I haven't... I don't want to talk too much about it, um... Because it's, I'm still trying to figure out like most of the systems, and if it is just as simple as I think it is, um, oh. but it seems it seems cool as well. But that let's, is okay. Let's, what else you got? Let's move on to some things. I think okay. I'm gonna go through. I think for the rest of these games, we've both played. Uh, no, no, you haven't played. I don't think you've played this one. No, no, yeah, you have. Yeah, we've we've all played all these now. So I'm gonna start with Blair Witch. Okay, I, I, again. I've only played an hour of this. No, I've played about the same amount as you, and I think I'm done. Yeah, so this is by uh, Bloober Team, uh, if I'm not mistaken, right? There's a few um, people. Yeah. Uh, so this is the people that did uh, the Layers of Fear. The the Layers of Fear. Yep. Yep. And I actually really dug those games. I don't think I ever uh, played them, but I heard great things about the first one at the very least. Yeah, I actually did not. No, you're right. The second one has been pretty... Um, I have not played the second one. I played the expansion. Uh, the second one just came out like two months ago to less than critical acclaim. Uh, I want to say it came out in like, August. Uh, I didn't realize that it was actually that recent. Yeah, it was super recent. And I actually don't even know if it was Blooper Team, actually. But uh, but so they they kind of do like the... Oh, no, it is. So they they kind of do like the, the walking simulator horror games. Yes. Where you, you know, it kind of takes, like, I, I guess, like, Amnesia kind of started it for that, where you, you kind of, but, but Amnesia was a lot more, I don't want to say interactive, but it was, a, it was a much more robust in terms of, like, like, gameplay stuff, because it definitely had a lot more, like, com, like, not combat, but you know what I mean, like, the stealth and all that was, was a bit more integral. Yeah. Um, that was the whole thing. Like but, invisible but layers, monsters that you had to like get away from. Yeah, layers of fear. On the other hand, was like it. It was mainly about like it definitely had a little bit of that, but it was mainly about the trippiness of going through the house. Right. Which and, which works in theory in like a Blair Witch setting. Yeah, and I think for layers of fear, it actually worked really well. Like I, I thought that it was effective, and it, it it was like a pretty cool roller coaster ride. Yeah. Uh, I will say that for Blair Witch, I don't know your thoughts yet. Uh, well, so tell me. <laughs> um, I think that it's... Observer. Observer's cool. Which one? Observer? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, I think that Blair Witch is okay. Um, I, I don't think it's a game that I'm going to keep going back to, but but I like. I didn't hate 
most of the mechanics with it. The the, the combat is is pretty lame. Um, but that that sense of like getting lost in the woods that was. Like, I feel like the first hour and a half that I played this game is anyone... Like, you could also do that in the first ten minutes of playing this game. And I think that's what they're going for. And so, yeah. uh, I think they succeed on that point. But I also don't think that that's something that I really... Like, I, it felt like I was kind of wasting my time at a certain point, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I want to... I'd like to correct myself. Uh, yep. Layers of Sphere 2 came out in May. Oh, okay. Um, but Blair... You, takes you nailed it so Blowage, it, it it does a really good job of getting the atmosphere and feeling of blair witch uh so in the, like you play a cop who's looking for like a lost boy yep. and you and your dog are heading into the woods in beckett's beckettsville in uh, maryland beckettsville uh and and you're you're going after this kid and everyone's like don't go that's that's the that's the bad part. That's the Blair Witch Woods. And you're like, I'm a, I'm a good boy. I'm going to go and find them. I need um, to atone for something, obviously, because everyone keeps telling me to not do this, but I'm doing it. Yeah. And you are, so, you're, you're like a vet coming back with like PTSD, I believe, right? Like that's, that's part of the story is that you, you have PTSD. I think so. And a dog named Bullet, which seems weird. Um, yeah, it seems like you wouldn't want to remember those things. But like, like I don't know, like that—that that was again. I think that was pointed out in like zero punctuation. But um, that that does seem weird. Um, I, I I think that they do a lot of things pretty well with this. I honestly think that if they just remove the combat completely, and this was just and this was straight up just like walking sim yeah. horror type game, I would be more into it than I am. So if you were to take. PT, and instead of an apartment, make it the woods. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. This, I think... <sighs> they needed gameplay. It felt like they needed to have something so that people yeah. could just be like, it's a walking sim. I was kind of a, a, a reductive jerk before, and I was like saying how this is kind of, they took half the, the combat from Alan Wake. But they did. Uh, and decided that was enough. Yeah. Um, I, I think also it's it's... The problem with getting lost in this game so far is like because obviously it's Blair Witch, you should be lost, right? Which is which is weird because again, it's like that's not something you associate with fun necessarily. Yeah. Um, and, and and the thing is with this, it's like you're on such a path on this, or like the path seems so clear that when you're lost on this, it more feels like frustrating. Yeah. Which maybe it should and, and it. It's it's so weird because you can't tell what is on purpose and what's not. I feel like it wants that to happen. I do. It definitely does. Like, it feels like everything that we were saying, they would be like, yeah, you're right. This is just not the game for you, obviously. Like, And that's and that's really what it is. Like, I, I it's not... I, 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 like, I very much admire, like, everything that they were doing here, but it's not a game that I really want to go back and play. Yeah, and I haven't found myself pulled in by the lore or the characters enough yet. Because I I think that you can make a frustrating game as long as you have something still kind of dangling that carrot. Right. Uh, and in an hour, I, I there was some cool stuff, and there was like you know I, I you know you see you see the uh like the wooden the wooden things there mm -hmm. like being strung up and you're like yeah. okay yeah that's cool we're getting into it. And, like, the dog barks at him, like, it won't go past it, so you gotta go and, like, grab these things and, like, pull them down. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, 
but I don't know. It it hasn't. Blair Witch has always been a tough thing to go back to. I think that that first movie really. I've I watched that first movie after like the 2016 Blair Witch came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, the woods. And, <laughs> that was the Slater Kinney album. Um, it when like the, the 2016 one, like I I enjoyed it for the terribleness that it was, but it was a bad movie. Uh, so I went back and watched like Blair Witch one and, and Book of Shadows. Uh, and Book of Shadows is not a good movie. It's not, but it's fascinating. Uh, yeah. But Blair Witch, the Blair Witch Project, I feel like, holds up remarkably well for what it is in the time period and everything. And, and, I, and I wonder if, like, a younger generation would look at this and just be like, I don't care. like, Or, like, I, I can't deal with how this looks or it's, you know, for or whatever reason. But I, I think that it's still, it's still just, like, a well-paced, well-done movie. Like, it is a movie where you can feel the fear of the actors on the screen because the feel the fear was real. Yeah. And actually it's funny they're they're doing at Kings a, a, a screening with uh the, the cast again. No way. Uh yeah. Um, That's cool. It, it, it's it's a fascinating thing and it's a moment in time. Yeah. And I think that it's it's one of those things where like literally at the I remember going with, you know, friends and, and one of our friends' parents and one of the kids we went with still thought it was real. Yeah. I remember, like, I think it was... I saw this movie a bunch of times in the theaters, honestly, that first one. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I saw it uh, two or three times, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw, I saw it for sure. I, I saw it, like, opening night at the Angelica film, uh, uh, at the Angelica Theater, like, when it came out. <laughs> yeah, I, I had tickets to that showing of it, um, like, an 8 or 9 o'clock showing, and I went with, like, five people. Uh, and like loved it. And then like my dad really wanted to see it. So like went to, uh, like a place like, you know, like our, like cross County movie theater, like close by and went and saw it there. And I remember there was like a, for lack of a better term, a nerd store nearby that I would always go to. That was like, it was like comic books, video games, magic, the gathering cards, all that stuff. Like that was it. And, and talking to the guy behind the counter, about like, and I was just like, no, it was really good. It just makes you feel like, and he was just like, I don't care. They lied. They said it was real. It's obviously not real. I'm not going to see it. You're like, dude, uh, you just don't get, like, that's not, like, obviously it's not real. It's a fucking movie. <laughs> like, that's the whole point. It's a horror movie. Like, wow. <laughs> that's a visceral reaction to yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I, I was, and, and I think that, like, part of his complaint was, like, no, these guys are going on TV and like they're doing interviews and they're making it seem real. And I'm just like, show the bodies, show the film footage. Like, where did you find all this stuff? You're like, hey, it's called marketing. Like, this is the fucking, like, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. Here's the thing. It's like, the, the, that's the problem with everything post that first movie is that nothing can, can capture that. Right. And, and I think that like, like the lore of it, isn't like like listen like I get that they have they have the, the the witch lore and they have the lore of the the serial killer right and they have all these things and like you're supposed to you know uh you know figure out you know in your head you not knowing which one's which or if there is a difference between the two right and um with this like like with a traditional game and I know actually people really like the adventure games um I never and I watched. Uh, some of Patrick Klepek's, um 
played through those when he was in Giant Bomb, and they actually seemed really cool. Um, but I don't know where they're available now. Um, they gotta be. But, no, no, but I mean, like, like in terms of oh, how to oh, buy the, those games. The actual games. Oh, yeah, no, I, I think those. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you can buy those anymore. No. Um, because they're kind of like they were kind of like Blade Runner, like that adventure game, oh, where, like yeah. they're kind of like I think like weird mix of F and V and stuff in there. Um, but uh. Yeah, like, like that's the thing. Is like, um, like I feel like with Blair Witch, like you kind of have to. Like, I give them credit for that 2016 one. Uh, who's the director again on that? That was, oh god, um, I think it was the was it one of the guys from like Your Next or something like that? What? Or, yeah, yeah right. the, the House of the Devil guy, I guess. It was that that was I think it was that guy. Like they're all part of the same like group of like horror filmmakers that I kind of get mixed up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've all been on a VHS before, I'm yes, sure. Yes, 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 100%. Um, so the, that's the thing. I feel like like if you're doing something with that, like I give them so much credit for that 2016 movie, even though it wasn't very good, I guess, um, for at least trying to subvert people's expectations, going there with like tricking people into seeing a Blair Witch movie. Yeah. Uh, for the sake of like being like, okay, if we're going to do this, we also have to recreate the weird publicity stunt of it. Yeah. Uh, and I think by just putting out a Blair Witch thing, uh, it's maybe not in as enticing as like the spectacle right. that they create. Like just because there's something with a Blair Witch, like, uh, like the bridge. Yeah. The, the trade, the, the brand of Blair Witch doesn't mean that much. It means I'm lost in the woods and something spooky is going to happen. And, and, uh, 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 and, and there's going to be some snot in my nose. I'm saying I'm so scared. Yeah, right. Uh, that was again, like I feel like that original movie. Like, yeah, you're, like you were saying, like that that marketing for that movie, like it, it happened for that, and it, and people have been trying to recapture that, like almost in like AR type things ever since then. Um, and nothing can capture nothing can capture it, and that movie stands on its own as like as being well, like really well done as a horror movie because. They they didn't care to just like leave things unexplained. There's yeah. like yeah, like not thing we don't have to like weird shit can happen and you don't need to know why. All you need to know is that weird shit happened. And it's not good, but the fact that the sequel just deals with the spectacle of Blair Witch yeah. and just like the follow of the fame of all these things and fandom. Yeah. I think is like really Very interesting. Impressive. Yeah. Like it's not again, not good. Right. But it's it's interesting as a weird study of that stuff. Yeah, I agree. I totally uh, agree. And that's the problem. And that's and the, all these things aside, they kind of are in this game. Yeah, I know. And and it, it boils it down to Blair Witch is about getting lost in the woods, which it is. To be fair, it it is. But like, it's 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 so much more than that. Like there is, and it's so weird to say that about. <laughs> Uh, about yeah. like at its core that is what it is but that's not what makes Blair Witch interesting like if you like honestly like if in my head this is complete like off off the dome right now like I think you want to make a cool Blair Witch game right now I feel like you could like start off with like planting like some weird like creepy pasta online and then yeah. building up that and like making a like you're saying like AR type stuff and like like building games within games it's Slenderman. like I, like it, it's it's yeah. everything that happened with Slenderman is is kind of how blair witch yeah, like it's you get lost in the woods you're trying to find these weird pages or what the fuck ever and then and there's something creepy coming after you 
And like a lot of times, nothing creepy will be coming after you, but you will feel like there is something creepy coming after you. And that is a, that that is that is a big part of it. Like having any type of encounter in like in this Blair Witch game, in like the 2016 Blair Witch movie, where it's just like, well, that's not the witch; it's just some weird demon or something. Like that doesn't work for this mythos because there is one thing, and half the time it just wants to mess with you. Yeah, I. I... I agree. You're, so what you're saying is takes we're taking over the Blair Witch franchise. We're, we're taking over the Blair Witch franchise. We're starting it new. Don't know what we're going to do with it yet. I'm thinking Battle Royale. It's a, it's, it's a match through Battle Royale. It's a match through Battle Royale. Fuck. Uh-huh. That makes so much money. <laughs> I know. Dude, it's like Tetris 99 is doing pretty well. Just do the same thing with a, battle, with a match three. Why um, hasn't anyone done that? I don't know. Anyway, take to another game. Yeah, we spent 20 minutes on that. Holy crap, we have been going. Um, Alex, you played some Control. I did. Uh, we didn't talk about Control last time? No, we didn't. Holy shit, are you serious? Yeah. Control came out the day we did our last podcast, and I think we each went out and like bought it that night. You're right. That was the end of the podcast. It was us saying, well, I'm going to go buy Control now. Yeah. Or, alternatively, us saying, I'm not going to buy Control now, and then buying it. <laughs> Oh, Tiggs, we don't have enough time to go into all this stuff, do we? So we need to keep this... Okay, I will say this... I, I finished Control. Uh, 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 I'm not... I'm, I'm exactly halfway done. So before... Honestly, before the second half of this... Or before... August was the one of the last time we were doing this. So, like, before I played Control... And, like, and a, and a decent amount of other games that have come out since then that I've played and probably we'll talk about shortly. Um, I was, like, I have my top two or three games for the year set. I know what my favorite games of the year are. And then the second half of this year happened, starting with Control, and I was like, I gotta rethink the rest. Of, I gotta rethink my lists. Control is fantastic. Uh, this is one of my favorite Remedy games. I think um, it might be my favorite Remedy game. I think I like I it better than Alan Wake. I, actually, I, I, I fucking was dunking on Alan Wake earlier, but I actually like that game. No, it's a great game, but I, I think uh, that this does, this has a world-building at, uh, and Alan Wake, you know, same thing, but but I like this confined space. I, I like that it's just like, it's this weird ever, like, honestly, when I think about it, Control is a better Blair Witch game than the Blair Witch game is. But, like, it's oh, just, yeah. this weird, like, space that is constantly changing, and, like, it, it sucks because I think that the last level of this game isn't great. But I think that everything leading up to it is, is oh, amazing. Yeah. Um. So, for the uninitiated, uh, Control is a third-person, uh, I guess, action game from uh, Remedy, and I guess it did Alan Wake, and Max Payne, and Quantum Break. Oh, I forgot about Max Payne. Max Payne 2 is, might be my favorite. Uh, Max Payne 2 is really fucking good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, this game is, you play Jessie, yep. a woman who is uh, has sought out the... The Bureau, the Federal Bureau of Control. Yep, found the building. Uh, in New York. Hey, it was right. It's all, it's just been in New York this whole time. Let's get some pizza. Uh, <laughs> so, and I guess, like, the point of the, the Bureau of Control is to uh, contain otherworldly items and events. I like that a lot. Like, it feels like this weird... It feels like you are infiltrating, like, the place in Cabin in the Woods. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I like okay. that. Where it's like, it's like, okay, all of, like, like everything. Like, anytime, like, there's been a spectral anomaly, anything that, like, creates nightmares or, or whatever, like, 
they have been studying it, and they're just like, there are th- there's like a rubber ducky that's like on display at some point, or, and like weird shit like that, where it's just like, this thing has demonic essence, or not demonic, but, but like that. But yeah, I, and I get what you're saying, but there's also a little bit of like men in black sort of absurdity oh, yeah. with that stuff, where you're just like, I've got to fight this, uh, like what dumb object, uh, like a telephone, not a tele, like, yeah. um, well, the, well, yeah, the, uh, telephone at one point, but, but yeah, you need, yeah, there's like, objects that are emitting all of this shit and you just got to get close to it and like destroy stuff and then just touch it and you like gain a power from it because it's an object of power but it, it, it so it's it's like a dumb and ridiculous send up but they like or, or a setup but they they do a really good job of building the world there are so many gosh darn collectibles and no there's two there's oh, some was there there's too many uh but but they they just really go all in on committing to this reality. And they do it, they do it hard. Like the FMV collectibles and like all the FMV videos are fantastic. Both the ones that come from like the head scientist guy and then the children's like uh, marionette show, which oh my is God. phenomenal and so creepy. And, and, and if you have seen other, in other remedy games, like in, um, Alan Wake, they had a fake Twilight Zone yeah. that had episodes all through it, which was also fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Quantum Break, I forget what else they had. They had, they, they had the, there, were, there was a TV show in between. Yeah. Uh, so, so weird. Uh, but anyway, it, 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 I know in Max Payne they had something. Um, they had like the comic book scenes in Max Payne 2. Yeah. But in this one, they have a multitude of things. Like, yeah, they have the... They have like a, a kids marionette show uh, they have like a fake kind of like coast to coast AM like Colin show. Yeah, um, they have a bunch of stuff, but they they just go so in on this world, um, and like they will the atmosphere of this game is so good. Oh, it's it's amazing. Like, like they will have like you'll walk into an area and there'll be just be like an FMV like full motion video projection of yes. like the guy talking to you and like just like the color like the color palettes they use on things are really good. Yeah, which is such a weird like a weird compliment to give a game is just like you does like you laid out color very well in this room and and a lot of the times like when you're walking through it you are walking through a very samey office building but it never feels like it's it feels like an office building i will say that like where i am right now in the middle is dragging a bit okay um and i think some of that does have to do with the the setting sometimes it's like I, i i do think some stuff can drag um, but they break, but they, they really do a lot to break it up. Like you will go into weird astral planes. You will go into an otherworldly motel to solve puzzles that yep, yep. Uh, aren't so the best quote, puzzles. Quote unquote puzzles. They're, you figure, once yeah. you figure out the first one. You figured them out. Yeah, kind of. Um, but figuring but out that, like the ringing of the bell that first time took me like a good, like five minutes. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I just think that this game's really clever and just like, yeah. I, it could, this could have been a really, like, I, I hate that this game looks generic. Yeah, it, it does. It 100% does, but, but it, it plays so much better than that, and it has just a much better aesthetic value. than. than I can't has. imagine this sold well. That's a good question. I don't know. Um, Let me check. I, I will say, like, up until, like, the last stage or two, like, maybe the last, like, two hours of this game maybe a little bit more. I was like, I was, I was thinking like, this is a shoe in for my number one game of the year. 
Like, I love playing this game. I, I love... Like, I, I didn't really enjoy the shooting. I was like, alright, this is kind of a little, like, boring. It's kind of a little lame. It's not the best, like, uh, it doesn't have the best feel for the shooting controls, and I get why. But then once you get, like, some of the powers... I was like, oh, I get it. I don't really need to shoot. I just shoot when I run out of all these other powers. Um, I think that, like, you, you get all these, like, um, add-ons. Uh, to, oh, yeah, like, you talk about the powers. Yeah, uh, like the telekinesis oh. power where you just, you just like, summon it, and it picks, like, it'll just pick up anything nearby, and you just throw it at something, and it's great. Uh, Control was not even in the top 20 best-selling games in August. That's disappointing. I'm not surprised, but that's disappointing. Yeah, hit number twenty-three at the top of uh, its sales. That's rough. Um, I think that um, I, I think that once you get, yeah, I think that the, that the telekinesis ability is is fantastic. Uh, yeah. The you'll get like a flying ability later on, which is which is really good. I, I think that um, you, you get like a shield, which I never used. I never use the. Sh- do you block in games? No. Yep, there you go. Yeah. I've never used the shield. No, I bet I would have had an easier time if I did. Uh, and, like, a couple... Like, I only died a couple times, and I bet, like, if I used the shield better, I would have. Uh, I gotta say, that is actually one frustrating thing about this game, is, like, you can just randomly... Like, they're rocket launcher guys, mm-hmm. and I have not gotten that power that you're saying that, like, lets you... It's part of, uh, it's part of the skill tree for telekinesis. Um, it's like oh, yeah. It's the that. second one down on the right side of the tree. Um, that you that you get these things. Because, my God, is it just like randomly getting hit by rockets has been the bane of my time playing this game. Randomly getting hit by rockets and randomly getting hit by grenades is very annoying, and I found that there are a couple of enemies that like I would throw stuff at, I would shoot stuff at, and they were enemies that would use like a rocket launcher, or they would use grenades. And if I didn't throw those things back at them, it didn't really do anything to their health. And so it felt like it was a necessary upgrade that should have just been given to you from the start. Uh, There are, like, it almost feels to me that the upgrade tree of it, you should have just gotten all of it immediately. And, like, if you want to upgrade your health and you're, like, the amount of times that you can use your powers, fine. But, like, all of the skills throughout, like, for using telekinesis should have just been given to you because they feel necessary. Yeah, okay, that that makes sense. That actually, that seems like that would have made the game, because, like, I will say, um, the only reason sometimes I would stop playing this game is just, like, occasionally it would just get a little frustrating. It does. It, it 100% does. And, and I, I tried to marathon this game, like, I think I finished this game in, like, three or four sittings. Um, and, like, the last sitting was just, like, five hours straight. And I was, like, really starting to feel it by the, like, midway point of that. But I was just like, I just need to power through it. Um, and, and it does, it gets frustrating in that way. And, and yeah, maybe all games do. Maybe you just can't do that anymore. Um, that being said, um, I, I really like this game and, yeah. and I think that Remedy is just so good at, at writing and world building, um, that you can, can, can easily get lost in their games and, and, um, I, I think that mechanically it does work really well. I like the, like, I yeah. like the, the, I actually, I the way they did the weapons and stuff in it. Everything's rechargeable. You don't have to worry about ammo and shit like I that. Do, I do like that. I, I will. I, I like that part, but I I upgraded the... You get, like, one gun that morphs into other guns, and I only ever used the first... Like, the I only ever used, like, the base version of the gun. That's all I ever used. Uh, I, I, I use the shotgun version um, a little bit. I think it's pretty good. I've unlocked it, and I just never used it. And actually, like, when I found that, like, I was like, why am I not hitting these guys? It's like, oh, because I'm in a different form of the gun. I would just, I would get annoyed. 
the 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 regular pistol version is the best. Yeah. So, like you are right about that. Yeah. Um, it's like Halo One. Yeah, I feel like we'll be talking about control a lot later. Yeah. In fact, I we could do a control cast at some point. Yeah. yeah um, sure. Uh, so let, let's keep going. Uh, I played a little bit more Bloodstained. Um, so give me more about yours because I, I feel like it's still not up to snuff on the Switch. And I know you've played it on Xbox at this point. Um, and, and so I, I was definitely digging it more. I, I was I was going through a lot of rooms and, and I was I was definitely having more fun with it than I was initially um, until I got like Blasphemous and was just like, no, actually, this is kind of the game that I want to play right now. Yeah, um, if that plays better, then I can understand that. Um, I, I started playing it on from yeah, add to Game Pass last week, and uh, I start playing on there. It's just so much snappier, and just it looks sharper. Um, it just plays a lot better, and I could see how you know it was getting universal acclaim on on those. Yeah, uh, I I still though, in spite of itself, in spite of that port, I still really enjoyed uh, my time with it on the Switch even though it was really frustrating. Like I said, like I had to kind of cheese my way, my way. You're turning static on me. Oh, I was saying it, it was really still static. static oh, no. Check out your, uh, that's better. You're good. That's better. Okay. Yeah. I say I was so enjoying it in spite of itself. Uh, in spite of the fact, that, like I said, I had to cheese my way up through a wall, like up through a room because the, the lag time was so bad in between, right. like, like loading screens. Um, but now that you played it from the other side. Oh, I really like it. Yeah. Like, I, I really like this game. Are you going to replay this whole thing on Xbox at this point? Or, like, what are you thinking you're going to do? Oh, I, I don't think so. I, I think I, I, I put in so much time on Switch, I just want to finish it. Yeah. Uh, I'm over 10 hours on Switch. I just want to... a lot. And it's only, like, the 13 or so hour game. Yeah, you're, you're probably closing in on the end at this point. Yeah. Um, I really like it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's just keep rolling on. Sayonara Wild Hearts. Uh, I play through this whole game in one sitting. And it's cool. I think it looks really good. I think that it's it's got some good songs going on in it. I think that the narrator being Queen Latifah was just like, oh, I didn't realize it was Queen Latifah. I did not know that was Queen Latifah. <laughs> didn't say it until like the very the last credit was just like, and narrated by Queen Latifah. I was like, oh, that's why I said it's uh, interesting. Um, it's from Samogo, uh, the guys that did a fucking bunch of cool games. Did they do Year Walk? Yes. Yes, they did. Um, and they did uh, the other cool game, uh, Device 6. I like that one a lot. I remember you telling me about that a lot. I don't know if I... That game's super cool. Check out Device 6. I think I have uh, that. Old, it's like six years old, man. Wow. Yeah. Um... Oh, they did Sneak Bandit. I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Beat, beat Sneak Bandit. That's oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, th- this is a cool, uh, like, it's it's hard to call it a rhythm game because it's kind of not. Like, the, the rhythm of the music, you're not really, it, it helps in what you're saying. And you're just like, oh, yeah, you can be moving in time to the rhythm of the game. But if you don't, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, I again, it's it's like it's part, I, I don't know how to to... Yeah, I don't know what you say. I don't know how you say what this game is. It is. It's so. It's definitely like an endless runner. Yeah. Um, with with like some light, uh, not beat mechanics. Um, what am I trying to say here, Alex? Rhythm, right? Rhythm. Yeah, rhythm mechanics. Um, and about like motorcycle gangs slash love. Yep. yep. Yeah. <sighs> exactly. It's. I'm not in love with this game. 
I think that it was. I think that it looks great. I, I think it's a fantastic looking game. I think that it plays really well on the Switch. Um, People and, are super hyped on it. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. I don't think I like it as much as maybe some of the world does right now. Uh, but I'm definitely into it. It's, it gets crazy high scores um, from what I was looking at. And, I yeah, again, I, I agree with you that I think it's a really cool game. Um, I, I think that it's really fun. I really like it. But it, it's not. Like, I finished it, and I was like, all right, I can get rid of this game for my Switch now. Yeah. How much is it on the Switch? Oh, God. I think it was twelve ninety nine. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I've been playing on, on on iPhone. I will say the sensitivity is a bit wonky, and I would say that you are probably best served playing it on a thing with buttons. Yeah, I, I could 100% see that because there were times where it seems you need and it, it happens rarely but when it does happen, like it's like, oh, I need to precisely be in this one part or else I'm just going to crash and I'm going to crash over yeah, and over again. A lot of the game you spent like going through different lanes, collecting things as yes. you're taking someone on a motorcycle. Yeah. Um, because they happen to be part of some weird game, and I think you also might like them. Something uh, like that? I don't know. Like, I really don't know. It's weird, Alex. That's, that is, it is, it's a weird, endless runner. Um, you start off, like, longboarding, then you end up, like, on a motorcycle, you end up in a car, you, like... Uh, I think you end up on a, uh, was it a bear or, like, an elk? Yeah, you end up on an elk. I will say, at some point, it turns into, like, Panzer Dragoon, and that was awesome. That's cool. There's a there's a, there are some fantastic Panzer Dragon segments in this game. This game is pretty cool. It's re- it is very cool. It is re- the more I talk about it, the more I'm just like that was really cool. It's like an hour. It's less than an hour and a half. It's it's, it's very it's very much like one yeah, I spent, to drop uh, yeah. That that makes sense though. About an hour. And a half. Yeah. Okay. I got two games left. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we both played both of these games, as far as I know. Um, I'm gonna start with the game that I liked the most. And it's a remake of a game. But holy shit, Alex. The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Oh, holy crap. This on the Switch. Is I finished it. Um, and it's still as amazing as I remember it being when I was, like, a kid on the train, like, going to school every day and, like, playing it on my Game Boy every day. Um, that It was such an awesome feeling to, like, look at a world that looks totally, like, different feels very familiar and just being able to be like, I know exactly where I need to go right now because this is such a faithful recreation of what it was. And that first game is legitimately amazing. That the original game is just, it's just a great Zelda game, a a great handheld game. And this game looks great. It's like 15 hours and you can get through it all. Like it's, it's for the most part, like none of the puzzles are like too crazy, even though there are a couple of dungeons that like I got stuck on for some time. I'm about five hours in, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I have been loving this game. It's just a nice Zelda side story. It is just a enjoyable... Like, there's no Ganon, no Zelda. It's just... Is there no Ganon? Well, is there no... Oh. Is there no Ganon? Oh, is there at the end? Oh, my... Ah, kind of. Like, eh, it's, spoilers for it, but whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. Um, like, the final boss you fight is, is definitely not Ganon, because you are in this weird, you know, dream-like state. But but I, I feel like the weirdness of the original game is still all there. I love, I remember, like, talking to these NPCs, and they'd be like, oh yeah, you can always press this button to bring up your map. But I don't know what that means. I'm just a kid. I mean, like I remember hearing that. I remember that. I just like I always love that dialogue. Like it's so it's so ridiculous and funny, and it works yeah. so well. Um, 
this is just like the what what do you think of the the dungeon creating uh stuff like when you go finally talk to that guy and yeah when you file. talk to dampy or whatever um i think that it's it's fine it's, it's fine. Not, it's, it's not as, as as I thought it would be. I was going to say the exact same thing. Like I was going to say the exact same words. Um, going through the dungeons of this game that end up being like huge sometimes, like multiple, multiple, multiple tile sets, and like being kind of confined to not not as much as you really want to do or or whatever, and, and kind of like having set like oh well here are all the tiles that that have a bottom exit. Here are all the tiles with like a stair, like a left and right exit, and, and things like that. It, it it's it's not as it's fine for like a first pass at it, but it's not what I wanted from it. Yeah, uh, it's not a Zelda dungeon maker. Like it is, but it's not. Like right. it's, yeah, exactly. It's not what you would want from like the Mario Maker type of thing of of, of games. It doesn't feel as quite as robust as that. You're not going to be subverting like people's ideas of making a dungeon by doing something. Right, you're just going to be making a dungeon that other people like. People will be like, "Oh, I also have this tile, and like, I could have put it in this place." Like Mario Maker makes you rethink Mario levels. Yes. Like, play- yeah. This will not. <laughs> no. Yeah. I I hundred percent agree with that. It's a cool addition. It's a cool first step. Yeah, and and I really hope that they end up like actually creating like a full like Zelda Maker with overworld and stuff like that because I could definitely see it happening. Yeah. Um, I love it. I, I honestly like just like consumed this game. I, I was consumed by this game for 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 like the fifteen hours that I played it. It was so fantastic to play it, and it, it felt like I was. I played a lot of this on trains again, and so it just felt yeah. like I was right at home, like playing this game the way that it was meant to be played. Um, uh, love it. It's 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 really well done, and I think it looks great. like again. Oh, so good. The look of this is just like. Uh, again, it, it feels weird having the snake eat itself to say, look, it's got a 3 that Game Heroes style to it, but they, man, it's just, it's so sharp and just... Yeah, it really is. Um, and I, I, I was about to add something to it, um, but, but now I kind of lost it. Um, but I, I think that this is, oh, that, that was it. 60 bucks is a lot to ask. Yep. That price tag is a lot for this game. Um, for, for, for a game that that's it's just a remake and stuff like that. Like I, I think that it's I mean, it's a very good remake, but uh, but I think that like it's only got the sixty dollars because it has the Zelda name. Yeah, and, and I think that while it's I imagine it's going to sell well because it's first off really well done and like all these things, I do think it might be a little bit of a barrier to entry for some. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent agree. Okay, last game, Alex. Let's just do it. Gears of War Five. Oh man. I only played the first act of this. Tell me all about it. You played the whole thing. Yeah, I finished it. I, I played through it in like one or two sittings. I just I just played through it. Um, it's Gears of War with like an open world of times. And that open world is nothing other than you get on a thing and it brings you to another place. Cool. That's, <laughs> it's sad that that is really... Like there are side missions that I just like don't really care about. There are no enemies in this open world, which is kind of a little bit of a bummer. You can't really get off of your skiff in the middle of the open world. Well, you can, but like there's there's really not that much around. Um, I think it is a very pretty game. I think that it plays incredibly well. Like I think that it, I had been... After Control, and like after like the last sections of Control, I was really looking for a very well-made third-person shooter. And this was that. Um, that's not to say it's not without its faults. I think that there are a couple, if not way too many, like, 
instant death enemies with and like instant death attacks. Yeah, definitely. And that really mars the entire thing because it happens a couple times and it just becomes so incredibly frustrating just dying. Like even dying like once or twice, you're just like, what the fuck? Um, but I think that this game is is better than is better than its faults. Like it, it's 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 definitely brought down by it, but it it's not like horribly marred by it at all. Um, I, I would gladly play through this again. Um, I, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I, I have enjoyed it. I played it with our friend Pete. Who yep. Not very like it very much. No. I, I he, he really seemed to hate it. Um, I thought it was okay. I think that it's it's very gears. I wish that you, it's a little disappointing to hear that the open world isn't anything that's that different from. It's not, and it almost just feels like a travel tax or something like that. Like that's all that it is. It's just like, oh, look how big this world is, and there are thing there are things to do. That's not to say that there, you know, you can find things to be like, oh, here's this broken down bus. Let's go yeah. investigate it. And but there's really not that much there. I, I gotta say, like the Gears of War franchise does need a change, and I think they need to realize yeah. not just the characters that need to change, because like Marcus Phoenix's son, and then the Late, like that. I think that your mic is not connected. Is it really? Uh, you seem far away. I'm far. Did I unplug my mic? That's pretty good uh, right now. Now, now you sound pretty good. I think I did unplug my mic. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I was gonna say, was I was I far away the whole time? For a little while, but I didn't. But it, okay. but it was better than you being staticky. So I decided to let it go. Yeah, I think my uh, I think my headset died. Um, I, I think that like there are so there is an interesting decision at the end of this game, um, like quote unquote interesting. Um, that, that I think like it, there there will be there's no way to do Gears Six kind of without this decision in a way. Um, like like the the fact that you're able to make one or the other. Uh, like one of two choices makes it seem like I don't know what you're going to do because one of them, the one that I choose chose, which I I don't know, I, I don't know what like the 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 greater choice was, but like where I wanted Marcus Phoenix to be at the end of Gears Five, I don't know if that's where they will end up going with it. Um, but I, I think that it, that it was an interesting choice to be able to make, even though I don't know how much it's going to matter. Interesting. All right. Um... That that makes me intrigued. I do want to play. I I still enjoy the the gameplay loop of the game. I agree. I I think that it's still effective, and they still do really good cover based shootings and yep. and all that. Like I I think it's still there's, fun. There's a lot to that, but I think that it's just after 12 years, they need to find a way to. It needs to be jump started somehow. Yeah, or yeah. just. Let it let it go. Yeah, let no, it that I think that might be the, the the answer is that like after there's going to be a Gear Six, I guarantee you yeah, that. But like after Gears Three, when Marcus took off like the bandana, like that was that was the natural end for this series. I didn't need to see Marcus's yeah. children doing this shit or anything like that. I didn't care. Yeah, Coltrane has some fantastic moments in this game. All of Coltrane is great. I I agree. He yes, he is. Old old Coltrane is 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 a old fun train. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's not. It doesn't reach the levels of some previous Gears games, but I. But again, I. Yeah, I, like you're saying, I, I think that it plays really well. I, I think that one thing that was disappointing was the set pieces. I think in the first uh, act, 
Yeah. The first act. I don't think they were quite up to uh, the craziness and fun of, of previous set pieces in those games. I, it does get it does get better. Uh, I think there are some really cool, like even if it's just like environmental set pieces, where like there'll be a bunch of enemies coming at you, and like some of these enemies are just like are just like tough. Like they, they're just like they're bull sponges because it's a Gears of War game. Like that's what it is. But they'll yeah. you'll be able to like you'll run across this frozen lake, right? And like waiting for enemies to come at you, and then instead of like shooting at the enemies, you shoot the ice beneath them, and they fall and they die immediately. Um, and that's like a really great use of like of everything that's going on. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then like the final like boss fight and stuff like that. I think it is it's it's a little bit frustrating, but I also think it's a, a decent set piece for it. Um, uh, I, I think that again, I think that it was a very fun game. Um, that that is definitely brought down by some of its weaker points, but I don't think it brings it down that much. It's something that, again. The fact that I would like that I'm like yeah, let's let's play it sometime. I feel like that speaks uh, very well to Gears 5. Uh, that does. Um, all right, takes. That's it for me, Alex. That was a long time. Oh, my God. That was two hours. That was so uh, long, Alex. Tiggs, I hate to say it. I think I might have to call it right now. All right. Is there anything you want to say before you call it? Uh, I'm sorry about that. I didn't expect this to spend two hours. <laughs> that Blair Witch conversation went on for a while. That was half an hour. Uh, no, I, I, what I meant to get to. Yeah. Um, shit. Uh, I, I did play a little bit of. I think it's called. Here, let, let me try to power through some stuff. Um, a creature in the well. I don't know that at all. That's the the uh the pinball hack and slash game. Okay. Because apparently. Pinball is, like, inspiring every game right now. Yeah. Um, this one's interesting. Um, it's a lot, like, more than the other one, which is, like, a pinball platformer, like, character platformer. This is, like, kind of, again, like, like, like you're hitting the ball in certain ways to, like, hit these, like, tiny peg things in a certain pattern and all that stuff and defeat, okay. like, and, like, dot lasers and all this stuff. It's on Game Pass. It's interesting. I don't know if I love it, but <laughs> I think that it's a cool. It is a cool interpretation of this kind of game. Okay, cool. Um, and I've sunk. I've, I've, I'm about a quarter of the way through it. Nice. Um, I'm not going to ask you too many questions. I just want you to like fire off games at me right now. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. Oh shit! Yeah. Main thing is, I got Apple Arcade, and I love it. And yeah, I, I do. Uh, Why I do you love it so like, much? So, so I, I'm actually not usually, uh, he says on his new iPhone, but uh, <laughs> I'm not a, a, an Apple fanboy. Um, I really don't like buy every single thing that comes out. I don't trade in every year for iPhones or anything. Um, but I, I really have so far, um, I, it's $5 a month. First month's free. Um, it's like a hundred, it's 50 games at launch. And I think a hundred Okay. Or so coming soon. That's a lot. Um, it's got the new Choo Choo Rocket, which I actually downloaded but not played. Um, the new Clay Interactive game, the guys that did Mark of the Ninja. Yeah. They got this one called Hot Lava. This game does not necessarily control well. It's a weird parkour game where it's like the, the ground is lava. Um, Makes sense. It has an amazing opening sequence where it's like a fake cartoon Saturday morning cartoon thing. Okay. Like a fake G.I. Joe cartoon. Okay. Like, complete with like... Um, like like 
like action figure commercials in it, like breaking it up Very really much well. Into all of this. Um, exit the Gungeon. Yeah. The sequel to Enter, Enter the Gungeon. Gun. Wait. Uh, this really? is a 2D uh, one of it where you, you're now trying to escape and going down like this this like elevator to get out of the Gungeon. Oh, um, cool. This is actually like I, the controls can be a little wonky, but I think it's really well done for a 2D interpretation of of the Gungeon. Like um, you have like I one side so. of the the phone is moving the other is swiping to roll and then jump between kind of like levels because you kind of end up all uh, always on uh these boards with a few different like with a lot of verticality okay so you're kind of jumping around and you're automatically shooting so you're really just dodging bullets and shooting while all these enemies appear uh and then you're getting crazy guns you're getting guns really fast so like you all of a sudden have one that's bubbles one that is crazy sound being shot out like Hmm. all this stuff uh it's it's I think it's pretty neat. Um, that sounds really cool. Another one, uh, sign our wild hearts is on there. I've been playing that. Um, Sneaky Sasquatch. Uh, what? Yep. This is a stealth game where you play Sasquatch on a a park, and you're sneaking around trying to steal people's food uh, to sell to a tired bear. Makes sense. And um, you're trying to sneak around, and things get start getting crazier, like. Eventually, like a old rich guy comes in and buys up the the thing, the uh, the park. So you have to like save the park. Uh, but you'll have like characters, like you have like different, like you're a Sasquatch. So no one, if people see you, they freak out. Right. So you have like some challenges that are like freak out ten people here, and like uh, it's just a, it's a charming little. It's kind of like a like a very nice cartoony storybook looking art style. Um, it's cute. It's it again for, for like if you're playing these for free, there's like not really much. I mean, not for free, but uh, it's not okay. really much very yeah. free. That sounds um, pretty good. Um, that so, was so good. Uh, you recommend Apple Arcade at this point? Wholeheartedly, right now, at least for the first month. At least do the month trial. Um, there's one called Dear Reader, which I've been playing, where you get like texts from like it starts off the Pride and Prejudice, and you have a timer, and you have to like rearrange words in the text to keep it going. So you have to be like, his name was something. Like, like you'll like you'll have to, like, kind of figure out the flow of it, but also think of, like, oh, how would they speak if they were doing it? And, like, oh. that kind of... Like, it's it's a clever little word puzzle. That's cool. Um, at first, I thought it was eh. Then once the timer kicked in, it sort of got a little more stressful. Okay. Uh, and I liked it. Um, I, like, it's fine. Um, they've got... The sequel to Mini Metro, which I really like, the kind of like the, um, like the city subway building game where you're just trying to yeah. like get people from like one subway stop to another, and like you're building subways and like you're building all these different lines to make sure that people like corresponding, like blue gets to blue and all these things. Um, they made a version that's highways and city planning. Um, oh. It's kind of the same thing, uh, but a little different aesthetic and different. Um, kind of like power or not power, uh, definitely tile swaps. It's it's, it's fine. Um, the let's see what else. Again, I've not tried. Got to try the Chucha Rocket. Um, there's a new Rayman for Apple Arcade. Ooh. Um, uh, my favorite so far has been What the Gulf. Oh, I, this is coming out on Switch soon, and I am so interested. This in game that. is great. You got to get it. Um, you start off by you know just. It's just really just pulling back uh, 
for angle and intensity of your shot. Perfect. But it starts off with hitting a golf ball, and then you end up hitting the guy that you're playing as golfing, and then you end up like shooting the golf hole and stuff like that. Oh and then gosh. it like, keeps keeps getting crazy and crazier. Like here's pun levels where like you will get the hole of the golf thing into a one, so you'd be like a hole in one. Uh, it becomes a soccer game at some point where like you have like goalies. Um, Coming after, coming after you. It's, it almost like it feels like Katamari ish at first. Oh, that's cool. Um, and they'll have like the flag, like the golf flag will start moving, and you gotta like, like it, they subvert your expectations every time you, you start a level, uh, just making it weird and ridiculous and absurd. Um, that, that's the game that, that is that is most interesting to me. Like, that's the game that I've been looking forward to for a very long time. And, and they, um, they really ratchet up the kind of like the puzzle aspect of it, and it's really, um, uh, it's really, I, that's my favorite one nice. uh, by far. I, I could, I've put about three hours into that so far. Um, yeah, um, oh, another one that's really good. It's from Devolver Digital, music's by, uh, Jim Guthrie, who I think did, uh, Super Brothers. Okay. Yeah, Sword and Sorcery. Um, so it's like real, almost kind of like Witcher style combat in this one. It's like okay. an action game. Um, you roll, swipe, attack, and like parry. Uh, but it kind of looks like Game Boy style, Ooh, like retro okay. graphics. That's cool. Like blocky cut, like character, and like weird, like kind of like layered backgrounds. Yeah. Um, it has like a corpse run mechanic. You have to like, if you dive, to like beat the level again to get your experience and, and stuff back. Um, Really awesome music, really uh, fun uh, combat. Um, that, that one's good. really good too. Yeah, man. Um, Bleak Sword, check that one out. Uh, Bleak Sword. Apple Arcade, Apple Arcade in general. Um, I've just been really impressed with the amount of indie developers and and curated stuff they've had on this. I yeah, I, I wasn't like planning on getting it at any point, but now. I kind of want to try this out. I want to try out this this free trial and, and some of these games. Sounds really cool, dude. First month, I, I think that like the thing is, all these are no um, no uh, microtransactions. That's cool. That's cool too. Yeah, I like that a lot. So, uh, it's 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 a really cool service. I don't know if it's gonna last. Um, and they actually, it's cool. Like if you go to the App Store, they have like a whole a whole tab for Apple Arcade now. Um, they have like a a section where there's like they have like hints and stuff like that. Oh, nice! Uh, the game, like they they kind of like make a nice like hub for it. <laughs> um, this is yeah. Um, I'll pick this up. I- I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a play. I mean that that bleak sword sounds fantastic, and I really want to play what the golf. Yeah, they have a uh, Sonic Racing on there. <laughs> Obviously, uh, a Shantae game. Which one? A Shantae. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't realize that there was. A, it was. A, uh, well, all right. I'm gonna check that out. The Lego one. Um, yeah. There's just a whole bunch of stuff on here. A uh, Frogger. Awesome. Sure. Classic. Gotta be. Uh, definitely check those ones that I mentioned before. Um, yeah, those sound great. Those are those are all really good. Um, yeah. I I I just like it. it I like these services because they stop me from impulsively buying right. games that I don't want because this is just lets me try. Like I can just instead buy and focus on games I want and just let like the, my little like trying something for ten minutes. 
Right. Yeah, totally. I go into something I've already paid for rather than paying like $30 every time I want to do that. 100% agree. I know exactly what you're talking about. I think, is that, is that it, Alex? Uh, I think so for now, Tiggs. I think that's it. I think we, uh, I think we got to cut this one short. I think we got to cut this one short at two hours. Alex, where can you find us? Uh, shortofgaming.com. Find us on Twitter, shortofgaming. Uh, email us at griefpodcastemail.com. We have no emails. Uh, wonderful takes. Yes. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. And I'll see you all next time on Grief Podcast. Bye.